0: Welcome episode 84 of the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast, featuring the Sovereign Soundboard. As always, you can find us on most platforms, streaming podcasts, including Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, and iHeartRadio, among others. If you're listening on iTunes, leave us a review. Links to all the platforms are available at ykwrestling.com. Get you some merch while you're there. Go subscribe to our YouTube while you're there. We got Black Lives Matter shirts. We got a bunch of content going up. Got some uh, got some promos from Versus Pro Wrestling Boulevard Bras, March 27th, last weekend. Uh, we got Big Boss Battle coming up this weekend at Versus Pro Wrestling. I got to confirm whether that's going to be available for streaming. But in case it is, go ahead, hit up Versus Pro Studios on Facebook. Go get you a, a virtual ticket, virtual pay-per-view ticket. It's only six ninety-nine. Support the wrestlers. Support independent wrestling. These are a bunch of these people that they be on television too, by the way. So you supporting somebody who has competed. Uh, our, our, our new versus tag champions. Uh, they, they've appeared. I think they've appeared on AEW Dark before. Uh, they are definitely on being the elite. Had a match against the Young Bucks like a year or two ago on being the elite. Uh, they are new tag team champions. Shout out to High Risk. A uh, bunch of other competitors have a have appeared on television. AEW, Dark, Lucha Underground, several several different places. So, like uh, it's we legit out here, man. So support independent wrestling, man. Uh, I am the thespian TC Fontaine. I am joined by the Nature Boy. Reek Flair. Uh it is it is Easter Sunday. So uh shout out to all y'all who, who are with me. You know, I know I know a big portion of our listener base was, was watching the verses. <laughs> Isley Brothers versus Earth Wind and Fire. I was it was so live I had to push back recording of this show an hour because I was kind of I was vibing. So that that's real music, man. So real shit. <laughs> real real music. I, I was gonna i was gonna kill my sound but i'm not gonna do it I uh, if you I, follow I was us, thinking it yeah That's no, what I, said. I, that, I know because I, I know i know what you're doing uh, but if you follow us on twitter join us uh in social media with the hashtag yk wrestling join our conversation anything you wanted to add any any questions you might have if you think we' wrong about something we got to say today or if you agree yk wrestling hashtag YKW
1: Pod. Either or. For the record, for record, we don't give a damn. We don't. We just want to hear it. I, I listen. I care if you agree. If you disagree, I don't care.
0: Like, yeah, yeah. Like, if you agree with me, like, hell yeah. If you don't, like, I don't really care. Feedback
1: is. I care work. sometimes.
0: Like, it's just like, if you could sway my opinion on something, because sometimes like somebody will say something and then it will sway my opinion, and then I'll be like, okay, uh, that makes sense. But if yeah. if it, if it's not constructive. And it's just you just saying some shit just to say I don't really care, It's because you, you're probably hating. Like I seen I seen people hating on my boy Seth Rollins earlier today, bringing up some old yeah. tweets. Uh, uh, Will Ospreay won the uh, IWGP Heavyweight Championship yeah. uh, last yeah. night. Yeah, I heard that. Pretty 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 good match. I, I definitely was up to like four a.m. watching it. Um, Kota Ibushi is a. Is, uh, I got I got some un uh some some unfriendly things to say about that guy he's such a loser. Um uh, Kodobushi is a big loser. He is he is Japanese Sami Zayn. His his career arc in New Japan is Sami Zayn's NXT arc. It's the same shit. He finally wins the title. Then they, they merged the two belts. I think this was his first defense, and he lost it. But uh, Will Ospreay won it, and they they brought up those old tweets that uh, Seth sent to Will Ospreay like two years ago. Oh, my God. Yeah, so you know, wrestling fans, you know them because, in that same tweet, Seth Rollins put over Ricochet, and they was just like, well, where Ricochet at now, where Will Ospreay is the champion, but like, I'm, I can guarantee you, if we swap Will Ospreay and Ricochet's positions. Ricochet would be doing much better in New Japan, obviously. Or well, New Japan ain't been too hot on the booking lately. But uh, well, Osprey and WWE would probably be in the same position as oh, Ricochet. These yeah. are so, it's, it's it's nothing to compare, really. It's goofy. You
1: just need a hobby, man. True. Y'all just say like, y'all just find the, the stupidest shit to dig up. And talk about bitch about it on, on Twitter and everything like that. Like that's so annoying.
0: In the words of Paul Heyman, stop bitching and moaning.
1: Oh man, yo, I gave my man a, a standing ovation on <laughs> talking smack this week. Oh man, I've never been so happy to see somebody go off like that. Oh, I, I think it's somebody that we all in
0: this, you know, in this, uh, in this universe. Podcast that we are a part of, I, I cannot think of anybody who who is favorable of uh, Natalia Neidhart's character, pretty much ever in her whole tenure. Like, I can't think of anybody in this shared universe of ours who cares to see Natty on TV. Nobody. No, we we uh, we'll watch her on YouTube for sure. But oh well, yeah. Well, but that, that's because her sister though, her yeah. sister. But on, on Monday night, raw, on Friday night, SmackDown, SmackDown Live, all that. Like you wanna know how uh just I don't I don't wanna underwhelming, I guess is the word I, I can use. You know how underwhelming that just Natty's whole character is. She she defended. The women's title against Naomi, my first show out here, mm-hmm. and uh, that was an episode of SmackDown the one where Kevin Owens attacked Vince. Yeah. it was that same episode. I went about three years thinking that Naomi won the title that night, and I went and looked at the history of the SmackDown Women's Championship and natty was a champion for like three more months after it i don't remember it i don't really remember nothing she does like very is i don't know like but i will say that this boat thing is probably the the most personality and charisma that she's shown throughout her career but it's trash it's It's still it's still not hot though
1: i honestly I'm happier for Tamina right now. I'm yes. happy that Tamina I got something to say about Tamina. Yeah, I got something to say about Tamina. But, but for Natty, bye. When, when, when Lana, when Lana but, wins a tour exchange with you, you lost. Lana, Lana, <laughs> Lana, <laughs> I uh
0: This is a, a, uh, a gender specific soundbite I'm about to play, but for the cases, this is gender neutral. Uh, Lana to Natty earlier on Twitter. He got his ass cooked. He got
1: cooked. Adrian, you didn't go down like that huh? He got cooked.
0: She got cooked. Facts. No, I, not, hey, Natty had a fire promo on talking smack, though. Like she did. I, I so did. I, because of I that. Don't care. I, yeah. But because because of that promo, I got something to say uh when we get to it. But uh Let's talk about what we've been watching in wrestling. I know uh, WWE Network is officially dead in the United States. RIP. We're on Peacock now. Uh, as wrestling fans, is calling it the cock. We will not be uh, <laughs> referring to that as that here on this show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> good. I watched that, that shit. <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> but uh, and we we all Peacock so. I'm still trying to navigate through it. It's a lot of it's a lot of old retro stuff that is not available just yet. I was on my NXT rewatch before the network went down. They only have the last three years of NXT available on the network. They don't have any episodes of Nitro. Uh, I have no idea what episodes of Raw and SmackDown they have available. So, I
1: Raw they, uh, uh, they have up to 2003, the start of 2003, okay. and Smackdown I can keep going to rewatch. Yeah, SmackDown it just got the last three, three, three years. Stupid. Yeah. So we got we got the first
0: ten years of Raw, but only the last three years of SmackDown. Basically. That's dumb as hell. Um. Anyway, I I, I had to revert to watching pay per view. So since it's Mania season, I have been watching. I watched uh, WrestleMania. I, watch? I watched. I watched thirty one. And I started watching 32, but you know, you gotta watch 32 in like five segments and shit. Oh. 32 was the first extremely long mania that they did. That shit, I think, was about eight hours long if you count the pre-show.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I was in the middle of watching that. Chris Jericho, AJ, good match. Really, really good match. Um Xavier Woods selling that stunner. The way he did Stone Cold dancing with the New Day, that was cool. Shawn Michaels twerking, it was all good. I love WrestleMania. Shout out to shout out to all the legends at WrestleMania over the years. But that's a that's kind of the extent of, of what I watched. Like, this is a since it's Mania Week, this is going to be a very, uh, very thin AEW show because uh, they
1: ain't gonna watch it.
0: Well, I, I I will. I don't know when I'm gonna watch Dynamite next week. <laughs> I'll find time to. It's... I just I just caught up the Dynamite from this week last night because I had to turn it off in the middle of it. I was just like, "What what y'all are not gonna do is make QT Marshall look like a featured player on this show, and expect <laughs> me to keep
1: watching."
0: <laughs> so I but turned it off. The, <laughs> I fun, started the funny watching sh- NXT.
1: The funny shit was. I forget, I think I said this to, to Matt and Vince. I'm like, I feel like Cody's gonna turn on QT and he gonna be the one to do this shit. So when they did, when they had QT do it, I'm like, oh no, y'all fucking, y'all messed this up. Like, this is not, I didn't ask for this. And the, and the crazy thing
0: about it is I I've seen a bunch of people talking about like, they've been planning the seeds on Dark for months. All these people they 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 joined up with Qt Marshall, they they've been taking his side one by My one. Watches. My watches like are... A lot I feel like a lot of casual dynamite audience. I, I don't I wouldn't call myself a casual AEW fan because I, I follow the product. So I'm not a casual person at all. Like I know what's going on, but I don't know what's going on on this shit because I don't I don't watch dark. It's like I don't I don't watch main event, but I follow the WWE. Know what I'm saying? So when I see just a bunch of dudes getting in the ring, jumping on Cody, I'm like,
1: "Who are these niggas?"
0: And I just had yeah. to turn it off. <laughs> like, you're not gonna put QT Marshall front and center. And when I turned it off, I missed I missed a really epic ass segment with the uh, with the Pinnacle and the Inner Circle. <laughs> that shit was dope as fuck. It was though. That shit was hard. And Jericho uh calling back to the Shawn Michaels feud. Mm. That was cold. I don't know. I don't know if a whole lot of people caught that immediately. But when I it seen sure. people posting the memes about it, I was like, hell yeah, I got a good mind too. But uh Yeah, that was kind of the, the more notable stuff that I could think of that happened. Not much really happened after that QT Marshall shit that I cared for like the arcade shit was whatever, uh, Trent Beretta, Chris Statlander return. So Chris Statlander should, should help, you know, boost up that women's division. And I, I might have something to say uh in regards to women's division. Uh, when We get to it, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's a week though, man. So we got, uh, we got takeover. We got WrestleMania. And, uh, and after WrestleMania on night two, like immediately afterwards, uh, we got a new episode of Stone Cold Steve Austin's Broken Skull Sessions featuring Chris Jericho. Yes, Chris, Jer- Chris Jericho from AEW, AEW's inaugural world champion. the Chris Jericho, who we just talked about 30 seconds ago during a segment on Dynamite. He is contracted to AEW. He was gonna appear on Broken Skull Sessions. So on April Fool's Day, they posted uh just the, the broken skull sessions logo, and it was it was blinking, and it had the Jericho countdown on it, and it was about five seconds long. Just the, the countdown noise, not the countdown. So everybody was like, Why is this Jericho noise on here? Like, what's the whole point of this, right? The next day. They post a fucking video showing Jericho and Stone Cold sitting across from each other on the set of Broken Skull Sessions and Jericho just winks at the camera. He got long hair. His hair is the same length it is now. Chris, we got an AEW person appearing on WWE. Like, Malik, I wish Malik was here because it's something that he kind of asked for. But I... I personally don't think it's going to lead enough, but what, what do you think about this? Like, what, what are your thoughts on Chris Jericho appearing on the WWE network? And new content?
1: People's minds blowing up about this, but in hindsight, it's really not that crazy because Chris didn't leave on bad terms. Like, he's nah. one of those people that that still has a good relationship with Vince. I think he has Vince's
0: permission to sign with AEW. Like, oh, is this it cool it's, if I sign with him?
1: Like, oh, yeah, yeah. He, he talked to he, talk to Vince beforehand, afterwards, like they still cool. And when Steve reached out about getting Chris on, he was like, hey, go ahead, do it. Like Steve asked it like two or three times already. He's like, you're good, you're good. thumbs you're sure. up, go for it. And so I'm, it's I'm like, surprised Vince
0: know how to use the, uh, the, the, the iPhone reactions when you react to a message and he said he <laughs> thumbs up. It. I'm surprised he know how to use emojis and all that shit.
1: I mean, he not showing Michaels, I think he can operate it. That's true, that's true. <laughs> I won't get blocked, you know what I'm saying, but, you know, his war with computers. But <laughs> uh, Nah, like, this this is just, it, if Triple H is to be believed, because he keeps saying, we're open, you know, for whatever business to be done, if it's for, you know, what's best for the company, we're open to it. So, if that's to be believed, then, you know... Crossovers aren't going to be that, you know. Everybody likes to say the, the forbidden door gets knocked down. It's like, listen, if everybody's saying they' cool with it, then then it shouldn't be that shocking to people. Yeah. My thing is what I what I said when he said that quote. I'm like, listen, if that's the case, do the invasion angle over and do it right this time. Don't leave nobody out. Don't be cheap.
0: Yeah, cause cause this shit with Impact, I ain't feeling it no more at this point. I'm kind of I'm kind of oh, over it. Like. <laughs> but- <laughs> But, that was good uh, for a couple weeks. Yeah. That was it. Uh, personally, I don't I don't really think uh is, is much much out of this. Like, they'll probably mention AEW to bring it up. They they brought up TNA before. Uh this this was back when um when Stone Cold was doing his Stone Cold podcast
1: mm-hmm.
0: on the network, like 2015-ish, 2014 around here. Yeah, yeah. And they was bringing up TNA then. And now it was a little unheard of at that time. So I, I, I'm i not going to be shocked if they mention AEW, talk about Jericho being AEW for maybe like a brief 60, 60 seconds or so. It wouldn't hurt. Uh, but Chris Jericho's contract is uh, expiring at the end of the year. So.
1: Well, another thing you too might just like, be
0: putting that one foot in the door.
1: Could be. But like the other thing too is like you know the podcast isn't you know they're not kayfabe right? Like they're just shooting so yeah. they can talk about whatever they're not gonna hide shit on there. Yeah.
0: Uh, it should be interesting, man, and I'll definitely be tuning in. Um, oh
1: yeah. That, I mean, that, not, not
0: not necessarily live because we we got our post show next week, so I I would I will would, would check it out afterwards. I might not. I got like class and work and shit on Monday. I might not do any of it. I might not go. It's like I gotta recover from this week. Yeah. Like mentally recover. I can't just I can't do WrestleMania week where I'm literally watching wrestling every single day. <laughs> Tomorrow. You <laughs> got the Hall of Fame on Tuesday. Yeah. Uh Takeover on Wednesday and Thursday. We got Smackdown on Friday, WrestleMania on Saturday and Sunday. And I gotta find time to watch Dynamite and watch Impact at some point too. So I gotta fit all this shit in. That's how much I am dedicated to the game. And then I then, love then, the then too.
1: Listen, then you got the raw After Mania on Monday. Yes. <laughs> you know
0: what I'm and then NXT on Tuesday. It's yeah. Dynamite on Wednesday, <laughs> Impact the on Thursday, and it's SmackDown on Friday. And then on Friday, depending on you know what you you know whatever your flavor is, I know most wrestling fans will watch SmackDown on Fridays. Some people will turn on Two O Five Live after that. Some people will turn on New Japan Strong after that. So it's a lot of fucking wrestling over literally the next eleven days or so. It's crazy. Can't wait in the words, Bart Scott. Can't wait. Oh man, but uh, you know, we we talked about WrestleMania week, we're kicking it off with NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver. So, uh, let's just jump into these predictions, man. Just gonna throw these at the wall. Uh, first, uh, NXT TakeOver Stand night one, uh, we got a Pete Dunn versus Kushida. And I'm going to need this to open the show first off. Yeah, but they probably will. Who you got?
1: Oh, man. I I don't know, bro. They've been like, beefing for a
0: minute now, too. So just, they, they about to fuck each other up. For real.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm just happy that they put it on the card. Yeah. Because I knew, like, I kept, I kept looking at it. like, okay, we got, like, two, two more spots left. And then they put, um, what was it? They put the, the women's tag. Yeah, yeah, women's tag, and now you got this. This would Pete Dunne and Kushida. So I'm like, yeah. I don't know, man. Like I feel like Kushida been on this tear. And he's you know hanging some heads on his wall, trying to get to, to somebody's belt. I told him by the end of the year, he he's snatching one of them, the cruiserweight title, North American title, one of them coming, but. I don't know. Pete, Pete Dunn is a big name for him to beat. So I was like, I don't know, man. I, uh, I think I think I'm gonna go with Dunn. I think I'm gonna side with Dunn.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm on the fence about this because it, it could go either way. Um I think Kushida kind of needs to win more here. Like he needs that one win to really solidify himself. Like he's a he's a legit talent, but I don't think he has that significant win yet.
1: No.
0: Nah. They they just haven't given him that win yet. So I think this is the time.
1: They could have gave him Johnny, but you know we ain't gonna talk about that.
0: Yeah. They should have gave him Johnny,
1: but <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: that's why he needs this win. Cause they didn't get didn't give him that win over Johnny that he should have right. got. He needs this win. And uh cruiserweight championship I wouldn't be mad at if you if you want to kind of assert that i say you have i mean you got the guy who was wwe champion and european champion at the same time helping run things down here in nxt so i feel you can you can establish the cruiserweight championship on the level of what the european title was back then european title was just just a small step below the intercontinental title and the cruiserweight title be that step below the north american championship it would be perfectly fine
1: I would have said European was on par with Intercontinental title. Be honest.
0: Yeah, but after a while, it it, it kind of they stopped caring about it.
1: Yeah.
0: But in a 99, it was definitely on par.
1: Two
0: thousand, okay. it was it was on par. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I got Kushika. That's my pick. Next up for the uh, NXT UK Championship, Walter. Versus Tommaso Ciampa.
1: Uh, I hope this is not them giving us just a substitution for Finn Balor. And I hope that whatever happens with the title after this, because Walter's going to win. Let's just call it what it is. He's not dropping the ball to Ciampa. Uh, But apparently he got a a title match like the next day.
0: Yeah, he (laughs) finished. Hey, I I forgot about that also, by the way. I got to watch TakeOver UK. It's basically a, a TakeOver UK. Uh, it's called Prelude or some shit, I don't know. but yeah, he's defending the title against Rampage Brown literally the next day. Now, I'm pretty sure that match has been filmed already. So, probably. Like, I'm 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 a hundred thousand percent sure it's been filmed because Walter was here and that takes place over there. So, yeah,
1: they they had to. They would have had to.
0: So it's kind of obvious, but and
1: honestly, if it wasn't for that the the pre taping, I would say that he could lose it on that that card right after and yeah. then we can get on to eventually getting finn balor and walter like we want but yeah now nah, this is just to give us a a nice a nice slapper for walter to come back uh we know what champa does and, and walter needs some fresh, over fresh anyway. hell yes sure. so so that, that that's definitely gonna hit but sure. walter ain't dropping
0: no sir uh Next up, we got a number one contenders match for the uh, NXT North American Championship at NXT TakeOver Deliver. A six-man gauntlet eliminator. uh, Leon Ruff, uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott entering first and second. uh, Bronson Reed entering third. Cameron Grimes
1: fourth. Dexter Loomis fifth. And LA Knight sixth. Who wins? This was so confusing to get to this shit. It really aggravated me. It was. But um, they they really
0: overbooked uh, that a little bit just to get these guys something. Yeah. To do. I ain't mad at it. It was only one night anyway.
1: Yeah. Um. Honestly, with what they got left, just 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 let Lumens do some weird shit and run through everybody. Yeah. Go beat Johnny, get the belt, and call it a day, man. Like, yeah. Because Johnny's at that point where he he he's defended for once. He's had a significant amount of time with the belt. He doesn't need it anymore. He's leading the stable. You know he can kind of just build up to the next the next thing whatever that might be so yeah. I, i'm I'm cool at this point let, let, let him rock you think uh they just break the way up not yet not yet no. we 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 gotta we gotta let these factions have their time which i'm, I'm gonna get into another one a little later I'm gonna, i might have a rent ready for that but uh Ah oh, man, like you gotta you gotta let them let them build. Like this is about Austin Theory and Indy, because they 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 the ones that that need to shine right now. Like Gargano, Johnny, and Candice, they 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 they're in the spotlight right now. Like, they're good. So as much time as you can give for these two to develop and get them up, that, that, all the better for them. So it's like let this keep burning as long as it can. I mean, you can keep telling the story between Johnny and Dexter the longer, especially if he takes the belt off them. Yeah, and all yeah. all this weird shit with Austin and Indy, like <laughs> y'all can keep that. That's good TV that you can keep running for weeks. So I mean, right. keep it going.
0: Yeah, I got Loomis winning too, and I think uh, kind of these stories have intertwined a little bit. Dexter Loomis feuding with Johnny Gargano. He gets that win. Have Cameron Grimes take the belt off of Dexter Loomis sometime down the line because they got history, and I don't think that's finished yet. I don't think he's he's gotten, you know, his his heat back off of that one. And, uh, you know, I know I said have him win the Cruiserweight title, but shit, you could have Kushida win the North American title off of Grimes after that, because they had beef
1: a while back. That's true. So Like, I, I, I can't stress this enough. If they put all this time into, you know, Kind of reworking the gimmick of Grimes a little bit with this rich shit, and y'all waste that that good TV that he been giving y'all. I, I'm sorry, y'all gonna lose some points for me on Wednesday nights, or no, not even on Wednesday. It ain't moving Tuesday. But yeah, but I'm like, listen, y'all, y'all can't waste this. Like, that's a perfect, that's a perfect heel champion right there. Man. Like, he might have to wait, but y'all, y'all can't take too long to pull the trigger on that.
0: I don't think Dexter Loomis is somebody you keep the belt on for that long anyway.
1: No. So,
0: like, do it for the story. Get the belt off him as soon as possible and put it on Cameron Grimes because let let that boy carry that belt. Uh, Next up, uh, this this one probably won't waste too much time on. uh, For the uh, NXT Tag Championships, Uh, Grizzle Young Veterans, Hold on, I'm sorry. Grizzled <clears throat> Young Veterans versus Legato Del Fantasma versus MSK versus Vacant. Who you got?
1: <laughs> uh, honestly, I'm just – it's a toss-up for me because there's really? no wrong answers. There's really no wrong answers. There really isn't. Like, L- Legato wins – you know that 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 bumps their stock up as a faction. You know what I'm saying? Because you already got Santos, especially if he retains, which I don't. I don't know if he does, but uh, MSK they won the Dusty, so it's like they they kind of a, one of the, the the favorites in there. And then the Grizzly Young Veterans. I still hate the name, but the tag team is, is dope as hell, and it's like that kind of gives them kind of hitting the restart button for them because it's like at the end of the Dusty, you thought we thought they was going to Dusty for a minute. Because it's like they kind of have been built up for a big win. They lost that, but then they can win the titles here and start over. So, I, I don't know, man. This, this this one I really can't tell. Like, I would not be mad regardless who wins.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to just roll with MSK because I think they were set to win it a few weeks ago anyway. Uh, yeah. Before somebody got hurt and they just canceled the match. So, they won the Dusty, let them go win the belts, and we, we go on from there. Because I can't think of anybody who who's won the Dusty who hasn't won the tag championships. So
1: yeah, so.
0: keep it going. Because sometimes they coincide anyway, so yeah. Yeah. I got MSK winning. They cold. Hope we find out what MSK stands for. Because it's, it's <laughs> April. It's April and uh yeah.
1: See where I'm going that. with this. Something about that, uh something about that smoking
0: cushion yeah. <laughs> uh and then our main event for NXT TakeOver stand, Io Shirai versus Raquel Gonzalez for the NXT Women's Championship. And uh if, if you I actually don't know, did the did the episode we recorded this on Wednesday come up? The NXT recap?
1: Think so I don't I
0: didn't see it yet uh if if, if you did I know it was it was some some uh, technical issues going on
1: oh man <laughs> uh,
0: on the SmackRaw uh NXt recap show with uh, you know we had the great value hurt business which uh, we might be the official hurt business now we're we gonna see about that but uh had some technical difficulties I don't know if the episode came out but if you did if you listened to it and you heard it you heard me make my prediction for this match already. Rai is going to lose and it's going to be within about five minutes because there's only so many times that you can pester the beast before the beast just, just goes in. You came at this woman, Raquel, four times on Wednesday night looking for a fight. In the words of Kevin Hart, in a 40-year-old version. She's looking for a nigga, nigga here now. That wasn't Kevin Hart. It was, uh, it was uh, Romney Malcolm. Romney, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's looking for a nigga, nigga here now. He was looking for a fight. Here to fight right here. Raquel gonna bring it to her. Is gonna be within five
1: minutes. And that's that's all I gotta say about that. I said the same thing. Brody Lee style. Like, we, we know what type of time. I don't know if it'll be that quick. She, gotta do, the, she
0: gotta do the Brody power bomb, too. She gotta... She probably will.
1: Nah, like I, I I know how this is going like I'm I'm picturing like a, a Brock Lesnar, John Cena esque beatdown. And that makes perfect sense because yeah. you know I said this I said this on that show, like th- this is what you've been building to. She beat she beat EO in war games to win the match. She carried Dakota through the dusty just so she could have the feather in her cap of winning that tournament. Uh, you made her the first NXT Women's Tag Champions for all of what twenty minutes before they lost it. Like they, there's there's nothing else to do with this tag team. Like it, it's it is done. She's she's taken off this entire year. Like this has been her time. So let it happen. It, it's it's got to go down. I mean, Eo had a great run. She don't got nothing. She beat every single person the women's division had to offer, including Zola we started who just showed up so th- th- this is it she got the belt off, off of charlie flair exactly
0: didn't pin so her but she got the belt
1: off her so it's like listen we know what time it is already man i don't care how long it goes how long it takes miss Park, my back is about to be miss nxt champion period
0: john gonzalez era is here right and moving on to NXT Takeover: Delivered, night two, on Thursday. So the, the 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 first night is on USA and Peacock, and the second night is on Peacock exclusively. So just keep that in mind. I might I might just watch it on on USA Network because I'm lazy, and it's it's easier to access the USA Network than it is to access Peacock. Yes, it is. So oh, uh, we got the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships defended Ember Moon, Shashi Blackheart versus The Way, Candice LeRae, and Indy Hartwell. Who you
1: got? Uh, I don't think it's time for Shashi and Ember to lose just yet. I think, um, and, and you know, later down the line, I could see Candice and Indy winning. But you know, Ember and Shashi, I guess, are gonna go on a run for a little bit. You know, you still you have a, a better women's division in NXT miles away than the one on the, the main roster. Yeah. So you might as well get some steam out of this run with the two of them. Like they they got a good chemistry, they got a good thing going. It's like just 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 keep the keep the train rolling with them. Um, I think this is this is gonna be a good match for India. I think this is gonna be one of those matches where she's gonna get you know the 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 real spotlight here. Like I right. she's gonna really kind of show what she can do. This is designed so, for her to break out and do some crazy shit. Yeah, yeah. So it's like as long as we do that, then it's fine. You don't you don't need to worry about title changing hands. But yeah, I'm going with Ember Shotzi. Same.
0: I don't like I don't really care for them. So but same. <laughs> In the ring that can go, it's like I don't really care for them. I don't yeah. Ember Moon had them damn jeans on, on
1: Wednesday. I don't get it. I really don't understand. Like, oh, <laughs> I, I I'm I'm not even I'm not that's, even that's my
0: that's my favorite feud in wrestling right now. Ember, Moon and Denim. That's my favorite feud for real. It's been I'm going like, what, on about four years now.
1: What what was wrong with the attire you used to wear? Like, I know you. I know the whole thing is like you changed since you came back. But it's like yeah, the, the gear was cold. Like. You had, yeah, yeah that's your last year when you came out, so I'm like, you didn't have to change that, you know, like, you still could have did this whole thing with Shotzi and still kept, you know, the, the look, so I don't know, man. I, don't I know. think it fit with the tank, too, low-key. It do. A little bit. Because she got the whole, you know, she trying to have this whole, like, Mad Max thing going on, so it's like, listen, that that fits right in what you're doing, like, you were good, right. but... I
0: know, I'm a fan. What the fuck do I know? <laughs> right. Uh, next up, man. Uh, ladder match to the uh to determine the undisputed, the, un- the undisputed uh NXT cruiserweight champion, uh, Jordan Devlin uh versus the interim champion, Santos Escobar. Who you got? One, this is probably gonna be my favorite match of the whole thing,
1: but Ooh. who you got? It's tough. It's tough. Um, first off, this is gonna be competing with another match on this night for match of the night. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't know, man. It's, I wanna say Santos because him having a cruiserweight title really elevates the the whole group. Mm-hmm. And you know, as long as he's keeping it, you know, you can keep Milking this for a little bit longer, but the fact that Jordan Devlin's back on TV and they're, they're giving him, you know, a, a lot of time with these matches and the, the the vignettes and all this other stuff, they're giving him more time. And you know, plus the fact that Walter came back over, it's like it, it seems like they're setting it up for him to get another run in NXT. So I'm thinking Jordan is probably gonna win this.
0: Yeah, I got Jordan Devlin winning it too, because because usually when dudes start talking about that, you know, I'm the best in the world, shit, I'm the, you know, Santos Escobar called himself the best cruiserweight in the world, which yeah. that, that might be true, because I just found out he held the cruiserweight title in Mexico for like four years. So might be, but Whenever, whenever people in America, specifically WWE, get talking that shit, I'm the best in the world, can't nobody touch me. They're usually losing. So I, I got Santos Escobar losing, man. You know, yeah, he acting like his shit don't stink. Saw, so, you know, last time he did that, he got his ass cooked by Karrion Cross. So we gonna see. He had two
1: people with
0: him. Facts. So uh, I got Jordan Devlin winning, and uh, I, I can definitely see them doing something uh, on uh, on Tuesday when they go to their new night, something big, and have a big title change where he just loses it there. So I can see them doing that. To who? I don't know yet. <laughs> I know somebody. He's been undefeated for the last few years, and he's just stuck on five Live. Winning matches over
1: there.
0: <laughs> bring my bring my guy.
1: Oh, you might as well
0: Mansoor and just have him win the cruiserweight title on Tuesday. I need. You might him. as
1: well. Let's do that. Like we we we've been acting. Or like, Jake Atlas can know. win too. Listen, he not like doing Jake, shit. They need to rehabilitate what they're booking with Jake Atlas so bad, like. I, I, I feel genuinely sorry for this man. Like was what wasn't we talking about it like months ago? Yes. Yeah. How like they, they treat him like a jobber and then he went on this run and then we think okay, all right, finally you gonna give this guy some 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 proper booking and that lasted for what a couple weeks and now he right back in the shitter. Like what happened? I didn't
0: let my guard down. <laughs> I'm paying attention.
1: Yeah, you got you I got saw him, him get
0: eliminated first. In the battle royal on Wednesday, they'd appreciate Show sure
1: did. Show sure did. We had to talk to them because this. And then
0: y'all said his cool. biggest win that he had in his
1: whole career in WWE was against Tony Nieves, and ignore, totally ignored Swerve. Like, I don't
0: care that Tony Nieves is a former Cruiserweight champion. It's Tony Nieves.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: come on, L. Like, come on, L. Santino Morella was a former Intercontinental Champion. Oh. Come on now.
1: Santino just like technically, technically holds his victory over Umaga.
0: Yes, he beat Umaga. So you tell me somebody beat Santino Morella in 2012. I don't care that Santino Morello He was cold, I ain't gonna lie. Like, I'm not I'm not talking shit about Santino Morella because I like it. it it was at one point I really thought they was going to have him beat Daniel Bryan in that chamber.
1: <laughs> oh, man. I really thought it. They, they they worked us that night, for real. But don't nobody
0: get a win over Santino Morella and people say, oh, that was his biggest win in his career. That just don't happen. So you get, you know, Tony Nese is just, you know, the personal weed carrier for whoever is champion at that time. But since the champion... Is Santos Escobar and he don't need no other flunkies with him. Tony needs got to cling on to Aria Davari, who was also it, a loser.
1: It, it's but it's always somebody, though. Know? It's, it's like, always somebody like it, 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 it'll be who, who's the other dude? It'll be Davari one week. Um, who was the other dude before Davari? Um, it was uh, it was Buddy Murphy. There we go, and it and then he. That that broke up when he um, he beat Buddy he beat Buddy for the cruiserweight title of Mania yeah, but then it was like right back to somebody else like he lost bro. the belt
0: and then went to Davari him and Davari been cool since then, but before Buddy Murphy, I think it was it was Enzo uh, yeah <laughs> no 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 it was Drew Gulak before that it was it was Drew Gulak whenever I think Gulak won it after Tony Nese won it. Yeah, he did, cause when Gulak was champion, it became exclusive to NXT. I
1: think so.
0: So, yeah, so it was Enzo first, and then it was Buddy, and
1: then it was Drew Gulak, and now it's Ari Dvorin. So he just always clinging to somebody. He ain't nobody' biggest Enzo. victory ever. I think Enzo make this post about uh, covering the Tampa next week. I hope that don't mean what I think it do.
0: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I wouldn't be mad at it. Him and Cass back together, you know. So,
1: well, I mean, if Cass is doing good, like I heard, then go for it. Why not?
0: Have him come back night after Mania. Yeah, yeah. We need we need, Monday Night Raw needs some.
1: They, they no, they need tag teams. If you keep these guys together and just work with what they was doing in NXT that got them over, then they're fine. And you you got a, a bonus. You have a tag team on a roster of, of two rosters who don't have depth. Like, you need it. Yeah. You got a- AJ Styles and Omar's got to be a tag team in Mania just to, to get on the card because you don't have anybody to face New Day for the titles. And the person who should have still been the champions, you know, hold of conversation right like Related. yeah <laughs> yeah
0: because you wouldn't need to find nobody to face new day for the titles if you wouldn't have given them the titles again <laughs> Well you didn't need to i digress let's let's move on we, we spent a lot of time on here uh next up we got johnny gargano versus uh the winner of the gauntlet eliminator who we uh both decided will be dexter loomis probably
1: yeah the,
0: and I think we 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 agreed that Dexter Loomis is gonna going win. So yep. that's what we got. Let's move on. Uh, for the NXT Championship, Finn Balor defends the title against Karrion Cross, former champion who never lost his belt.
1: Who you got? At hey, TikTok. TikTok. It's time. Time is up. Honestly, the only the only thing I would say is and a lot of people be get divisive about it but i'm like listen life in get the, the, the demon out and you know because i guess this is going to be the main event let him pull that out and have a real banger with cross so that cross when he wins because he's gonna win you make you make it a bigger statement the demon doesn't lose and, you know, because Cross's whole gimmick is, you know, dark and everything like that, too. So it's like, OK, this is this guy now is his show. And then then that kind of ends that arc for Finn. He doesn't have to stay on NXT at this point because it's like he doesn't run through everybody on the roster. And he's now elevated that talent. Cross holds it down and the next guy comes up. So that 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 helps everybody when in the end.
0: You know, they, they can use Finn on one of the main roster shows too. Hell yeah. Just like, about that you, time. To Yo, see how you can see what this dude has done differently since this he's been Finn? Back.
1: You put this Finn on SmackDown right now with Daniel Bryan, Edge, Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, bro. Jay Luso. Yo, bro. So, yo hey Finn and Jay Uso be
0: nasty. Apollo, Apollo Biggie. Apollo and Biggie? Yo, Shinsuke yo. Cesaro. Come on, dog. <laughs> Come on, dog.
1: That where's Malik? It writes itself, bro. Man.
0: Man. <laughs> Man. Oh. I can't find a sound bite I want to play to really express how I'm feeling right now. But I, I, I'm just I'm just leaving alone. That's I'm bars. Alone. <laughs>
1: bro the truth yeah listen fuckers. that's called motherfucking bars, nigga you know nothing about that
0: next up uh, man i got Kerry Cross cross too, by the way uh you know just just because reasons um in our main Thanks. event <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah uh in our main event should be the main event for for NXT takeover delivered Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly in an
1: unsanctioned match. Uh, R.I.P. the Undisputed Era. This this is going to be, I I think this is going to be the match of the night. I think this might be the match of takeover. Match of the year. Close, close to it. Close to it. It just might be. It just might be. Uh, we know
0: somebody Going to give it four stars
1: uh, <laughs> He's trying to, This man's trying to make me rent over here I ain't going to do this? Why you going to do this? Ooh David, David, David You know what? I'm, I'm not going to Give it four stars if you want to, David I'm going to see you after this you give this shit four stars Anyway, anyway uh, yeah. So this I, I've been I've been telling people that this, this story's been building since about October. People didn't want to listen. People wanted to live in denial and say no, undisputed era is never gonna split. But I told him Adam Cole was about to orchestrate the heartbreak of the, the year, and he did that. And now he's about to turn his bro into a star because this is gonna be wild all over the place. It's gonna it's gonna to touch on a lot of uh, a lot of emotions, but um, I think the end of, the end result is gonna be Kyle O'Reilly winning. It has to be
0: because
1: right. you you built this guy's star as he was just the, the tag team guy for a while, but then you know he steps into that that moment against Finn. On two different occasions. And we don't know, like, we, we know that, that that he's he's can go in the ring, but we don't know yet what he's going to do against Finn. And you just see him take Finn to the limit on two different occasions. Broken jaw and everything like that. Everyone, like, his whole stock has been elevated ever since then. And it was like, you realize once it gets built to that fever pitch, it's like, there's never going to be a better time to try and really get this dude over. So now here comes the heartbreak, Shawn Michaels 2.0 with the barbershop segment. And now he's about to throw down with this guy on takeover. And this is gonna be, I'm telling you, this is gonna be match of the night. It's gonna be match of takeover. It's It might contend for match of the year, but uh, when this all said and done, I think this is Kyle O'Reilly's biggest win of his career. And if you want to, you can send Adam Cole to the main roster after this because he doesn't have nothing else left to do on NXT either. But I mean, that's a that's a whole different conversation. I mean, if if he if he goes to SmackDown, that's another thing. But you know. Man. Add, add, him, add him to that. Yeah. Add him
0: to that. Yeah, man. Eat it uh you 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 took the words out of my mouth man um Kyle O'Reilly Yes sir getting it done and he take over Wednesday Thursday can't wait uh and now we move on to Wrestlemania and uh we got a uh, Wrestlemania night 1 and uh actually no let's let's not talk about mania real quick let's let's divert because you know we got some got some good discussions that we're gonna do so i'm just gonna run down uh members of the hall of fame hall of fame ceremonies on tuesday so uh let's run this down uh jbl Uh shout out to jbl i'll pop when i found when they announced him last year before all the shit shut down and everything i'll pop jbl very underrated And hopefully, they add the old SmackDowns on the network soon so I can go watch his reign like I've been planning to for a couple months now.
1: I just watched the uh, Untold with uh, the APA. Yeah, that shit fire. Yo, bruh. That's if you've never seen his story, like that's if you hate, if you genuinely. I don't know how you could actually hate this man, unless it's two thousand (laughs) four. But like, if you did it, if you wasn't a fan, like you had to be after that. Just off of the tag team stuff alone, right? So shout out to
0: JBL, man. Uh, He's a Grand Slam winner, deserved. Got him all. Uh, Got the British Bulldog, well deserved. Uh, First ever, first ever European champion. Should've been world champion. Uh, dude had a, you know, he had Brandy Braids at one point. Yeah, so bees on them and shit. It was cool. That's a fact. and uh, Thunder Liger is in there too. Well deserved. Uh, and uh, the Bella Twins are, I talked about them last year when they, when they first got announced and I already said how I feel about the Bella Twins being in the hall of fame. And if you don't think they deserve to be in the Hall of Fame, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. I've already explained. They, they brought a whole different fan base to the WWE. They low-key might be the reason for the women's evolution. The hot take of mine. Because if they didn't bring over that fan base from, you know, Total Divas and Total Bellas, those are the most vocal people that wanted all women's view. Those are the most vocal people that want all, you know, they wanted a women's main event. So low key, you think the butterfly effect, Bella Twins are responsible for a lot of this, the great moments that have happened uh, the last five, six years when it comes to women. And I will stand on that.
1: Uh Well, I mean, look, this, this, this is what I've said from the jump, and I, I, I was. It's the same thing about Kylie. Like no, yeah, yeah. It's,
0: it's literally the same thing going on here between the two.
1: People
0: initially don't think they deserve it, it, but they
1: do. Like initially, I gave it the look, but then, it's, I, for me, it was just going back and look at you know other women that are gotten in. Tori Wilson is in the Hall of Fame. We know what she was there for. Sonny is in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. We know what she was there for. And so, at the end of the day, it's like, when you're there for that, it it all... The The fact is, like, what do you what do you do with it? They didn't exactly use it to get to that next level in terms of the entire division. The Bellas did do that. And then so. So, when you look at it from that standpoint, it's like, okay, yes. you, you kill two birds with one stone, so I, you... You can't not have them in when you look at it that way So I, I, I conceded real quick I, I'm not even going to fight that no more right.
0: uh, And then headlining uh, We got uh, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall and X-Pac Going into the Hall of Fame twice With the NWO uh, Along with uh, you know the leader of the NWO too He's going in there as well For a second time uh, The NWO some guy, yeah. They say he's hosting WrestleMania or some shit. I don't know. Some some ball
1: motherfucker.
0: Oh yeah, there there is a, a bald dude hosting WrestleMania going into the Hall of Fame. Uh, Titus O'Neil is a winning the Warrior Award. So yeah. Shout out to my guy. The he's uh the first. No, he's not the first. He's the second active wrestler to get into the Hall of Fame after Rick Flair. Hmm. Wait, he's Titus. still active? Titus? Yeah. He'd be on main event. Oh, I thought you were talking about the other dude. Who No, no, no. The other ball dude. No, I was talking about Titus. I oh. I totally shifted to Titus. I did not spend oh. much time on the other guy. <laughs> shout, out oh, he, to, he's, shout out to getting, shout
1: out to Shout out to Kevin Nash
0: and X though. Yeah.
1: He's getting the award though. He ain't going in the hall.
0: No, he's going in the hall. Like he's part of the whole thing. Like he's part of it. Like the Warrior War is part, like when you win the Warrior War, you're considered a Hall of Fame.
1: Oh, stop it. No,
0: I'm dead serious, bro. Like <laughs> that, say, that, that, say technically. Of of yeah. Cause they only gotta, get
1: a Warrior Award during the Hall of Fame. I gotta look at that. That sound that sound kind of crazy.
0: It is uh is is Connor the Crusher. Yeah. Was the first one and Eric Legrand, remember him, played for mm-hmm. Rutgers. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't remember nobody else. And then Titus, because Titus is especially taking place in Tampa. He from Tampa. Oh, right? he do community work in Tampa.
1: There was that, there was that little, that little black boy. I, I remember oh, Jerry's. There. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah the, the the
0: Saints fan. <laughs> yeah, the little Saints fan. Uh, William Shatner is going into the Hall of Fame too. Uh, and that that was a that's last year's class actually. Like, Titus was supposed to get it last year, but. COVID and stuff happened. That's why they they had him take over for Gronk and host the second half of WrestleMania last year. Uh but this year's class uh is deep, man. It's real deep. Um Molly Holly was the first one announced. And I've been I've been calling for Molly Holly to get into the Hall of Fame for a few years now. So I'm glad they finally did it. So now I can move on uh to my next agenda, Victoria. Listen.
1: <laughs> oh man that oh i that 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 gets me hot that gets me hot because how many times have i mentioned the the disrespect and the underrated you know just how much she's been underrated throughout her entire career and with all that we talked about with the women the diva's revolution and everything like that that she did not get discussed. i watch, I've been watching 2002, so I I literally just passed that point where she just jumped onto the scene, came right out for Trish, ran the fade with her, took her title, and was just like she was whooping oh. everybody's ass. I'm I'm I just thought about it. That women's division on
0: at least on Raw in 2002, nasty. Yeah, you had, you had Molly, you had Trish, you had Jazz, you had Victoria. Come yeah. on now, and then like Gail Kim came around the next year and shit.
1: Yep, you faltered. She was, yo, she was. It. Hey, get Victoria I, in the hole next year. I was so aggravated. I I, I think well, I, I think I told y'all this. I was so mad when she wasn't in SmackDown versus Raw 06. because I'm like, how how did you leave her out? I don't understand this.
0: I tell you how I used to play with her on a game too.
1: Yeah. I can
0: never like I I had I had to fight cruiserweights because I couldn't do the widow speak to nobody else. <laughs> yeah, because of the, the
1: weight thing. <laughs> yeah. No, unless, I was like, living
0: everybody's ass though.
1: She should have been in over so many people, and that's that's no slight on the women that got in, but it's like, listen, it, it it's you don't you don't just omit this woman from that spot. I don't care if she is still active or has been active for a couple years. I don't care. Like, put some respect on that woman's name, then. Tired of shit. I
0: got a low key funny story, man. Uh, It ain't really that funny, but I told y'all how uh, I had to play with cruiserweights because I couldn't lift people up doing a widow's peak with Victoria. Uh, And I found found it out the hard way. And uh, like, I never used to lose on the game, but I was just like. I should put Victoria up against the Big Show.
1: I, I knew this was gonna say that. I'm just picturing like this thing that not try to lift the Big Show. Piled it out the
0: hard way. <laughs> <laughs> and, and bro, Big Show beat my ass. <laughs> I was bad. I was like, damn, this, I, I felt hurt. I was like, I can't wrestle with it. I can't have her wrestle with
1: that, that, that just That just sounded like the most obvious answer. I'm like, this nigga. <laughs> Watch your time. I had to
0: test it out. I had <laughs> test it out. Uh, let's move on, man. Uh, Eric Bischoff going into the Hall of Fame, which uh, Eric Bischoff, low key, probably should have win it with the NWO. But I, I will, I will be glad to hear Eric Bischoff's theme music again. Facts. It's been, a, it's been years. And I
1: the, mean, everyone else went in. Goldberg, Sting, the the entire NWO. Now it's like he yeah. was the last person that you really. Kind of left out at this point, so it's about that time.
0: Jeff Jarrett went in. Yeah,
1: that yeah, was shocking.
0: Jeff, Jeff of all
1: people. Like, there, there,
0: there is one shocker left from WCW to go into the Hall of Fame, and he'll never he'll never agree to it. But it, the, the day he does agree to it, hell will freeze over. You know who I'm talking about. Cause you didn't choose his promo during promo madness. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So real quick, real quick, I gotta, I gotta say this on here because I finally admitted it. I'm like, cause I, I, watched it, watching late 2002, cause you know Scott Steiner shows up as the hottest free agent in the game, and going like into 2003, dude is kind of swaying me. Like I, that, watching, watching it, like you know his promos, like, a lot of people, you know, think he's a over-the-top. Like, listen, it's catchy to me. Like, Big Papa Pump is your up. I love you hear me, you know? I, I'm kind of I'm kinda with it. You know, like, he... Initially, I was like, he wasn't really doing it for me, but, like, watching, you know, consecutive weeks of the, of TV with him, I'm like, you know what? I kind of I fuck with it. I kind of exit. You know what? got it. That don't say nothing about the Steiner Math promo, but. <laughs>
0: <You're fat. laughs> oh, I, got, I got turned it up. Oh, that was pretty low. I got to turn it up. up. Fat. <laughs> oh, God, Shout fat. Shout to Scott Steiner, man. He the
1: GOAT.
0: He's uh, the real one. And uh, also Kane is in the hall of fame too. Talk about Kane and a great Collie a couple weeks back but this one we have not talked about yet. And I'm gonna brag about it because this guy did not become a hall of famer until after he met me. Rob, bad, damn. I'm taking credit for that. <laughs> RBD met me and became a hall of famer six months later.
1: That, that's what we are doing now. Yes, that's what we doing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So so, 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 Paul Heyman, so Paul Heyman would have never got RVD in the Hall of Fame at any point
0: in time. I mean, it wasn't happening yet. Like it could have been happening. It just conveniently happened a few months. I also got Snoop Dogg in the Hall of Fame too. They don't tell you that.
1: Oh come on! <laughs> a, all
0: right, let me tell you this one. Because I, I actually feel like I had some I had some role in Snoop Dogg getting to the Hall of Fame. I tweeted at I tweeted at like every possible person I could tweet at, asking to induct Snoop Dogg into the Hall of Fame, and then they announced it that next year. I don't think nobody else is asking for it, but I I tweeted at Steph, I tweeted at Triple H, I tweeted at Vince, I tweeted at uh, WWE's corporate uh, PR account. Anybody I could get to and then Snoo Dog was in the Hall of Fame the next year.
1: Uh so they do
0: listen to their fans.
1: I mean, sometimes it's debatable, but sometimes <laughs> they do. All right,
0: man. Uh that's Hall of Fame. <laughs> WrestleMania is also, you know, what we what we here for, man. It's the, the granddaddy of them all. They don't call it that no more. I, I miss when they used to call it that. Uh, WrestleMania 37, and uh, I, I found out earlier today that uh, if if you remember WrestleMania 17, the gimmick Battle Royal, uh, Iron Sheik will finally make it to the ring next year at uh, WrestleMania 38.
1: Yeah, next year. So, yeah, in Dallas. So
0: if if, if uh, knock on wood, if if Sheik is still hanging on, we need to have him
1: show up on that show. Yeah. Uh, but let's kick off then, night one. Then we will never again question whether or not WWE does long-term booking.
0: Yes. Because yes. they, they do, but this is just proof that they do. That'll
1: that'll end the debate once and for all. Yeah.
0: All right, man. Uh you you ready for this one? I'm gonna I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you three minutes. Uh because uh, we're gonna talk about WrestleMania. Uh night one. It is heavily rumored that. Uh, the WWE Championship will be kicking off night one of WrestleMania. Uh, the WWE Champion Bobby Lashley. It sounds I like I like saying that. The WWE Champion Bobby it, Lashley, the, w- the
1: Almighty,
0: Almighty. Yeah, the WWE Almighty. Champion. The Almighty WWE Champion Bobby Lashley. Woo, that feels good. Uh, taking on Drew McIntyre. Uh, but after this week, I I, I kind of don't care because I, I got a feeling this is this is where they're going with this. And it's gonna result in Lashley losing. They're gonna give Drew his moment in front of the crowd. That's my prediction, just off rip. Uh, but to do all that, they had to break up the hurt business. I'm upset.
1: Oh, you know, you know, I, I came on here a while back, and it wasn't that long ago that this whole group came together because it started out with just two of them. Then they got Shelton. I said they need one more person, and they will be Black Evolution, and then we just do the next step, which is get them on the belts. They finally put the group together. It hasn't even been six months, I don't Mm -hmm. think, since the full group came together. And they did that. Um, Shelton and Cedric won the tag titles. Bobby was already the U.S. champ. I'm like, yo, you're almost there. You're almost there. You need one more. And I thought, I'm thinking, you know what? Maybe they'll give it to MVP, and then Lastly can go after the WWE title. But then it's like, oh, okay. You know what? I like, I like what they did. Lastly, they got they got the belt off him. They kept it protected. He didn't, you know, take the pin. And then he went right on to Drew. So now you had, you fulfilled the Black Evolution prophecy. You had a WWE, a Black WWE champion with his tag team champions at his side. MVP was strictly the manager. He was the the mastermind, the manager of the year. And everything seemed right in the world. And then the sky opened up and what we thought was the lights from heaven was really hellfire and rain from Vince McMahon because that man sat up there and said oh, You know what I I don't like it anymore. I don't like it anymore. I don't I don't wanna do it. I don't wanna do it. It's time it's time That's to break when it up. Is this? He just he just I'm, it's time it's time to split up. They they went up and they protested to it. They said, listen. We got something good going. This is working. The people love it. It's, it's what we need to have here. Factions have become, this is a different discussion for a different day, but factions have become so like, they, they don't get enough time anymore. They've become so just in and out that we don't get the time to enjoy them thoroughly. That's why Undisputed Era broke everyone's heart so much because that went on, for as long as he needed. <laughs> so they protested. it. He said he put his foot down, break it up. They broke up. And now this is the end game. We know what's coming. The fact that they said they want the first entrance to be on the main show, they want Drew to get his entrance first, that all adds up to Lashley's there to, to to drop the belt. So thank you for giving us the Black Evolution Prophecy. But now thank you for ruining it because we didn't get time to enjoy it for a damn cup of coffee. Like, you gave us a pop and then you just deflated it within minutes because that's how long it felt. We can't, we can't get shit around here. Kofi, Kofi wins at Mania. We all rejoice. He drops to Brock Lesnar in less than 10 seconds. Now, now, Lashley wins. We got a whole stable of Black champions. And now we about to lose that at WrestleMania. We can't win. We can't win. I wouldn't stand. But I'm upset. And you're muted.
0: I am muted. Uh, part of my beef with this is: uh, Have you have you paid attention to how they book Lashley since yeah. since I would say? Whatever week that was, he faced
1: Sheamus. He has not taken a pinfall since since before the year started. I mean, aside from that,
0: like, he he took one pinfall to, to, to Matt Riddle um, a few weeks back before he lost the title to him. But after that, he, he hadn't been pinned since Backlash against Drew. He already lost to Drew. I don't want to see him lose a Drew again. And the way you've been booking Bobby Lashley since he's won the title is just been the opposite of what the whole point. Like he why why he need Ricochet to, to to handle his light work with Drew McIntyre? Why we need Mustafa Ali handling the light work with Drew McIntyre for Bobby Lashley? Like why all of a sudden Bobby Lashley is is cowardly when leading up to this over the last year, he has not needed to. Be cowardly, is my it, question.
1: What, what what really pissed me off, and I, I mentioned it before, right when they basically sowed the seed for him to just split the group up, him saying, oh, y'all were supposed to handle Drew, I'll go find someone else who does, it completely contradicts everything that you have been doing up to that point, because it's like, oh, you don't want him out here for your match with Seamus because you don't want the, this disillusion that Lashley can't handle himself. Okay. But now they they had a handicap match with Drew. They lost, and he's pissed off about it because they didn't handle Drew. So, which is it? Can you handle yourself, or can you not? Yeah. Do you need help or no?
0: Hey, we could spend all day on this, but we, we just we just uh, reconvene next Saturday night, and uh, we will see what happens then. Uh, next up on the card, man, uh, night one: Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. I'm gonna just say. uh, I already told you I, I changed my stance on Cesaro. Uh, not not that I didn't want him to, you know. Not that I don't think Cesaro is dope. I love Cesaro. Back then, I just thought he didn't need a championship, but now I kind of would like to see it. And I think uh, Seth Rollins is gonna gonna put as weird as it sounds, because Cesaro is older than Seth, but he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna put Cesaro over here. That's my
1: pick. Yeah. Star star power doesn't know age, nah. that's just how it goes, unfortunately. And the thing is, you know, th- th- this gets I think this gets swept under the rug a lot. Seth has a damn good record at Mania. I he lost it, like what, twice. Yeah, the Randy Orton
0: and Kevin Owens.
1: Yeah, and he got he got the win back at thirty one. Yeah. And I think I think last year it was like they they split it. I think Seth won first, and then they restarted the match, and then Kevin won or something like that. Was that last year? Yeah,
0: it's so much has happened. Like, cause I'm not I'm not gonna hold you. The whole pandemic era, like the
1: early empty arenas, like, I don't remember much from that because it was Me just either. like it was it was so hard to watch, especially especially now that you got Thunderdome at least. Yeah, like. That that whole empty arena shit was not doing it for me.
0: Uh, let me let me go confirm. Yeah,
1: because like, right.
0: I got yeah. Uh, Kevin Owens won by disqualification and then they right. Season. Yeah, uh, as a no DQ match, and he ended up winning it again. So, yeah, only one of those goes against the record though. Right. See, so, yeah, I got I got set the taking that L here. But he'll he'll be fine. Yeah. Like yeah. it's not gonna hurt him at all. It's, it's it will hurt Cesaro much more uh if he were to lose. So Yeah.
1: This is his first singles match at Mania. I, I've been I've been campaigning for this man to get a moment on any big show. He lost to a
0: 10 year old, so he, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he deserves this one. Uh case that, in point. <laughs> uh next up, man, in a in a steel cage match. Uh, Shane McMahon versus Braun Strowman. Uh, Don't care. Braun Strowman. You had the opportunity to make this a standardized test match and you didn't do it. Uh, Real quick about Shane McMahon, I just found out a company that I own stock in is owned by Shane McMahon. So that's kind of cool. He founded it at least. um, He doesn't run it, but yeah, shout out to Shane also forgot shane got into a helicopter crash a couple years back and he no sold it so no no selling god
1: like father like son so i'm just gonna i'm just gonna you know uh make this an early early post-show moment and i'm just gonna give us an f beforehand (laughs) that's how much i don't care about this or what happens so regardless of who wins or what happens i guess shane gonna find a way to jump off of that steel cage good for him um but yeah i'm gonna get this match a F in advance for the post show
0: you know what i could really see them doing you remember uh brawn and big show in the cage bronze rookie year yeah through big show through the cage and then big that show on the wall yeah i could, I could see yeah. them doing that again and then I'm t- shane playing into like see i told you he was stupid
1: yeah i I'm didn't t- learn t- from the t- last time he did it it's all lining up. I've been saying it all week. It's all lining up for Shane to somehow win on some bullshit. Like this is this is I don't know who Braun pissed off backstage, but they are they they're just fucking with him so bad right now. And it's no, all they they've been huge. ribbing
0: the fuck out of Braun for the last six seven months. Like yep. this whole this whole storyline is a rib. It's so obvious. it got to be. It's so obvious. It gotta be. <laughs> it's obvious. It, it, with that we don't care. We're moving on. We spent too much time talking about it. Uh, for the Raw Tag Team Championships, the New Day taking on AJ Styles and Omos. uh I, I, I want to see Omos. Omas. They they change the pronunciation of this man's name several times.
1: His name is Nick, Nick Zilla. Zilla. I, I, I was I was gonna
0: say this. Uh, my heart says New Day. My mind also says New Day. But in my WWE, you know, they they gotta they they like moments and everything. It is a, it has been a, a huge weekend for the Zilla family. So I think it's gonna continue. <laughs> uh <laughs> I tried. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it without laughing. Uh I've had that joke playing in my head for like four days. Um, (laughs) I'm going to do it. Uh, I'm going to do it. Oh, God. Uh, A huge huge weekend for the Zilla family. And I think Nick Zilla and his style is going to get the win. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> my head, and my heart says a new day.
1: Nah, nah. Oh man. Uh, oh, god. Well, I mean, that other that other thing is uh is what we call reality, and reality is that this was tailor made for AJ and Nick Zilla to walk away with the titles. <laughs> Since you mentioned it now. It would just be also inappropriate if after they win these belts, Nick Zilla just gets up on the turnbuckle and screams up into the sky.
0: <laughs> Did some laser beams come out his eyes?
1: Right, because <laughs> because I mean they they got they got open air now they can they can they can play around a little bit yeah. with some effects.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure.
1: Oh for sure. man, uh, yeah. Next.
0: <laughs> Let's move on. Um, this, is, this is a match I'm looking forward to the most on night one. Uh, Bad Bunny versus the Miz. And we, we talked about this before we started recording. If uh, Bad Bunny must have really impressed them during his training. If they changed this from what was supposed to be a tag match. Yeah. What well, should have been a tag match. Which makes more sense to be a tag match but i said before bad buddy I, I i'm living vicariously through him as a huge fan of wrestling my whole life as a kid i know bad Bunny used to be doing the moves on stuff animals so i know he, he got the techniques down so it was probably a little bit yeah. easy to train this guy like you just had to train him to take bumps and you know the basic fundamentals and shit and do everything right. So I think he's gonna he's gonna surprise some people who are not expecting it. Me, I'm expecting it. And if he doesn't do anything to wow me, and I think with Bad Bunny also, he's a he's a musician, right? They know about performing in front of people. He's performed in packed arenas for for years now. So I think a, a packed, not necessarily packed, but you know stadium was at twenty thousand, i think
1: 25
0: yeah Like he's gonna be able to live up to that pressure perfectly fine and i think he's gonna he's gonna wow some people who uh who might not be expecting a lot and if he doesn't wow anybody then
1: you know he's a celebrity i don't i don't have a problem with this i just i don't see like like you said why we took damian priest out of the equation because at the end of the day, it's like it, it's not even because it's not even so much because of the fact that you want to try and cover up any inefficiencies you might have in the ring, but it's for the other guy. Ronda Rousey was a UFC fighter when she showed up in WWE. Her first match wasn't the singles. It was a tag team. And it wasn't simply because you were trying to cover up, you know, whatever she couldn't do in the ring. It was because Kurt Angle was trying to wrestle, too. He came back because he wanted to wrestle. So it's like, listen, you want to wrestle, we'll give you this. You you team up with Rhonda. He was and he was hurt at the time too. So it's like, okay, so this is this is working on both ends. You know what I'm saying? You not get too much of Kurt, you do not get too much of Rhonda. It'll it'll even itself out. And Triple H can carry him to, to get to where they need to go. Rhonda and Steph can go from there. But it's the same thing here. It's like Damian Priest was brought up as a guy that management is high on. I've read numerous reports about how much they're loving what Damian Priest is doing, his development on the main roster. You brought in bad money and that's helping him get over. So why not let the guy get his showcase at WrestleMania with two guys in Miz and Morrison who can work and and John Morrison as well. It's like, what has he been doing since he came back with with the Miz? He's just been his, his tag team partner. It's been the Miz show since the beginning, they won one tag team title, uh, tech, SmackDown tag team championship together. That didn't even last, what, two months. And it, it, that, that's it. You don't see John Morrison. Had it not been for Keith Lee getting whatever his health issue is at Elimination Chamber, John Morrison wouldn't have gotten into that U.S. title match. Yeah. So it's like, for both ends, it's like, it's not just about the pressure that's on Bad Bunny. It's like, think about the other guy. Bad Bundy might have done something, like you said, something great in practicing and training that made them say, okay, we'll give you the, the singles match. But it's like, why are you gonna shaft the other guys just because of that? Right. Like it didn't need to, that didn't need to happen at all. I'm sure it probably will go off great because Miz, Miz has proven himself to be to be to be trustworthy with the situation. So it's like, I'm not mad, but it's like, yo, come on, son.
0: So, I mean, if it comes out, you know, he's he's hiding the injury or whatever, and it will make more sense, you know, but we'll see. Uh, Next up, what we got here? Uh, Oh, yeah, one more for night one. What maybe might be the main event? Uh, Sasha Sasha Banks uh, defending the SmackDown Women's Championship versus Bianca
1: Belair. You know what? I've changed my tune. And it really is just because of recent weeks. I don't know what it is. I'm pretty sure Sasha's gonna win. Like I'm pretty. It's pretty much set in my mind. at this Did point. Did I sway you? Because no, nah, honestly, I thought about it, but it was it was something more than that because they they're dancing around it. But the reality is, they're gonna main event night one. Like that, yeah. they they're saying it without saying it. They're gonna main event night one, and it's like. The more we kind of get into Sasha, you know, getting back to that heel persona that that works, that that works best for her. Now, it's like you're kind of showing that this up and coming in, in, in Bianca that that's real, that's fired up, that's ready to go. And I I, I I drew this parallel out of nowhere. I don't know where it came from, but I drew this parallel to 2004 with Randy Orton. Because Randy Orton came up, he was cocky, confident, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, in the middle of two thousand four, he wins a Battle Royal, and he slowly starts to get, you know, a face turn. They go into they go into SummerSlam two thousand four. He faces Redacted for the World Heavyweight Title, and you know, the Toronto crowd. That belt
0: disappeared for five months, and Randy Orton found it.
1: Basically, but it's like the, the the crowd there just elevated him. And he was... It, it worked for him. They they said, we got to turn him face, but then we saw what happened. It flopped. Yeah. So, I started looking long-term at this. If Bianca goes in there the way she is now, wins the belt. Sure, it might make for a big moment at Mania, but what happens after that? Because once you take her away from Sasha, is she really going to be at that point where you know, she's going to carry the title and the programs that she's in going forward and have that same momentum that she had in January. And my my suspicion is that they might not feel that way just yet. And I think it would be more impactful for her to bounce back maybe in the summer after yeah. taking a taking a bad loss. And I remember you said this before, like she takes a loss to, to Sasha at Mania and then goes into say SummerSlam and wins the belt off of her with a new edge or a new chip on her shoulder, whatever, then that that helps the whole, that helps her in the long run. So I, I don't know. That something about it recently just made me say, I don't, I don't know. I was, I was sure for a while that Bianca was just, just full steam ahead, she's gonna win the belt. But now I'm thinking, I'm like, it, it really might be better for her if she'll still look strong. She'll still give Sasha one of the matches of her career. But the combination of I said this long a while ago, Sasha never having to win at Mania, and it's still kind of me and early for Bianca. She just debuted not even a- almost a year ago now. She debuted at WrestleMania last year. Yeah. So it's like it it, it is still early. Like we're not talking about Brock Lesnar in O2. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, this yeah. it is still early. And I don't think she's gotten fully developed into that that face role yet. Like, if this was heel Bianca, take it oh, away and yeah, sure. go. But face Bianca is a different story. You don't want her to be like Sasha as a face, because Sasha as a face doesn't cut it, as we've seen. Yeah. So it's like, to avoid making those same mistakes, I think it makes, it serves them better to have Sasha win.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh... But I know they like to prioritize moments over over what they should do. So with that, uh, I got Bianca winning. As much as I want Sasha so to win for for reasons plus actual reasons that I discussed last week, uh, I think she should win. But you know they they prioritize those moments, and that's what I'm afraid of. I think it's gonna look bad on Bianca when. They realize. I feel. I feel like the fans might turn on her. That's what I'm afraid of. Because fans turn on everybody. And we got oh, a babyface yeah. baby Bianca as a champion. They won't turn on her. And that's what I'm afraid of. So in order to avoid that, at least right now, don't do it. Yeah. Night two. Night two. Uh. All right. Let's kick it off with the, with Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. We uh we've been wanting this for, for a long time at WrestleMania. We finally gonna get it. who who wins?
1: Uh I'm gonna say Sandy. I think oh, um, this win. whole yeah, this whole, you know, conspiracy storyline, you know, it it, it had to kind of it has to hit its high point. And I think that, that's that's what it's really gonna build to. Like KO's still gonna have his moment, I guess, where he's gonna jump off the ship. Or whatever he's gonna do, and uh, you know that'll make for a great moment. But ultimately, I think now, especially now that you added Logan Paul to this, which I don't understand. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't care it, about it's it. They're so
0: thirsty for celebrity involvement on this shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, like I say, I mean, they, they spent all the budget on Bad Bunny, and so they just had to fall back on this guy. So. Uh,
1: yeah, I'm not. I'm not with it, but. Yeah, the combination of all that, I think Sammy wins it. And plus, I don't think he's gotten a clean, clear cut win over Kevin Owens on the big stage. I mean, there was that match at Battleground, but I mean it's easily forgotten now. It was a dope match, but we don't we don't really talk about that no more. This is a bigger stage, bigger moment. So I think that would that would be best for him at this point.
0: And Sami Zayn has won one match since he lost to Big E. And it was a tag match that i don't think he got the pin in so that will not count yeah yeah uh, that ain't lost, his win lost every single match since Sheesh. Uh, it's part of the conspiracy so i think he he'll get back on a winning track they like to have losing streaks you know end at wrestlemania or or you know winning streaks in at WrestleMania. Yeah. Kurt Hawkins. So uh yep. Sami Zayn uh the strike
1: is over. <laughs> Why do you get that one?
0: <laughs> it's on my it's on my soundboard, bro. Oh I just remembered oh, it. I use it like one time. I don't remember what episode I used it in. I use it once. Oh man. How to use it again. Oh yeah, I, I I used it when it was it was like a whole month and a half that Malik wasn't on the show and he came back and I used. It.
1: Oh, no, no, no. no. I, it, it was he
0: was on the show for three weeks straight and then I used because it. it's three. Oh
1: man. Matt had will have PTSD listening to this one.
0: Uh he for sure, he for sure is. He for sure is going to have PTSD. <laughs> uh because our next match uh for the United States Championship. Bro. Matt Riddle versus Sheamus. Who you got?
1: Fella! That boy about to whoop his ass. Yo, hey, you know what's funny too? Hey. Um, I watched the, the day of Elimination Chamber.
0: I told you to watch
1: it. Yo, I, I, I swear, cause it's all about, it's all Seamus for like the whole oh, segment. Okay. And it's talking about how he just been slept on from day one, you know, cause Drew was the guy that they, they was really putting the, the rocking on from the second he stepped foot in OVW. He got dropped off on ECW. So it's like, it's been uphill for him. And like the whole time I am sitting there listening, I'm like, yo, man, this is old ode to Vince. This, this, this is him. This is him shooting from the hip. So I got Vince. Because ever since he said that mid at best, it's like, I, I don't know. All jokes aside, like that, that's a whole different issue. But it's like, it's true, he has been slept on his whole career, you know, and when you think about how it just did the year started and he just hit a whole another gear, like he's been consistent on Raw, putting out some bangers for a while, but I don't know, something about these last few months, he just been kicking that, that that's, why keep, that's why I keep teasing Vince from time to time, it's like, yo, listen, you, you said that, and you just awoke something in this man, and he just unleashed on everybody that match with drew was absolutely fire it could have been on mania it should have been on mania you know had it not been for you putting lastly into the title picture i would have been fine with that with that story because it, it's built in but yeah nah, like this this is this is another way to kind of keep the train rolling for him you get him back winning the championship and now he gets to this is a fitting reward for everything he's been doing the last few months and Riddle was supposed to win the title in the way. That's supposed to be Keith Lee's title. So that's a whole different conversation, but yeah, Seamus got a role with it. He got it.
0: Yeah, uh, I got Seamus winning, man. Uh, whoever wins this match though, it, it is a loss for our friends over at the Smackin' The Raw Pod. Uh, you either got, you know, Mr. Mid at Best, or you got, uh, you know, the bro, Matt Riddle. Riddle over Riddle. Mid at Best. Yeah, man. Uh, next up, uh, I don't think this is official yet, I don't care i'm gonna still do it um paulo cruz has challenged biggie to a nigerian drum fight so uh i just want to say who do you have winning the intercontinental championship <laughs> i'm letting the music play too
1: oh my god all right so
0: this gets the whole so, segment
1: so this is this has got to be Apollo winning, without question, because uh, this is going on for a couple of months now, and Biggie's just been having upper hand this entire time. Yeah, we finally got Apollo in a, a a gimmick where he seems to thrive a little bit. He's a he's finally a heel, and he's finally drawing some heat, and he got an edge to him. So this. I, I thought he was going to win the title at Fastlane, but they want to push it forward to WrestleMania. That's cool. But the stipulation can kind of just spell it out for you. Because yeah. <laughs> he going to beat his ass with some drums in this match. It's going to be some, some kind of, yeah. Some, <laughs> something fucking going to happen, and Apollo's going to win. So that, that's who I got.
0: Yeah. I, I got Apollo Cruz winning the Intercontinental Championship Versus Biggie. Apollo Cruz. A Nigerian jump fight. He knows what it is we don't. It'd be the blackest the the, the blackest thing I ever seen on the WWE. Apollo oh Cruz. God. Uha Nation. Insane. Next up, man. <laughs> I tell you, don't call me the Thespian for no reason. Uh, oh. Uh, the Fiend versus Randy Orton. And uh, there's, there's no gimmick attached to this one. So uh, it, it'll it'll be interesting how they do this. I, I can't wait to see the Fiend in front of fans do his whole entrance. At, like, I've been wanting to see this Fiend entrance at WrestleMania since he started. Didn't get to see it last year. We get to see it this year. Now he burnt to a crisp now, but I still feel they should do some funky weird shit and like transform him back into the, the original state. But who you got one?
1: Well, I mean, clearly that's going to be The Fiend, no question. Yeah. Um, it's just a matter of what the stip is going to be because they got to add something into it. Like done had Ring of Fire, Inferno, whatever the hell matches with him you know him and Randy have a history going all the way back to 2017 when he got into the Whites into the group, won tag titles, then screwed Bray over, burnt down the house, and Sister Abigail. That shitty match at Mania. Like, did this? They got a lot of making up to do for all of that. So they just need to make a step for it because it, it's, it's gonna have one. But the fiend is gonna come out of this. The winner. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I got the fiend winning, and uh, I think what they could maybe should do, start the match off in front of the crowd, do do that shit where they go up under the ring, and then transition it into a cinematic thing.
1: They uh, could.
0: They that could should that. that should be a raw Uh Yeah, I got the fiend winning. Uh, next up for the Raw Women's Championship, uh, Rhea Ripley versus Asuka. I
1: don't know. I don't know about this one. Huh? It's, it's pretty simple to me. Reeds is gonna win. Hmm. I don't I don't know where they went at some point in the summer. I don't know where they went from then up till now because at that point in the summer, Oscar was clicking and just yes. killing shit. Her, Bailey, and Sasha ran the summer. And I, I don't know, I guess we forgot that once we left the summer, because ever since then, they just, Oscar just been like an afterthought when she's supposed to be in top of the division as the champion. So, I mean, I, I guess th- this is going to be mercy to get her out of it because I, I, whoever was going to be facing Asuka was going to win because he had Charlotte initially that was going to be in this spot. And we don't want to see that no more at least not in this particular situation, but you know, we have Rhea come up. Uh, my thing was, if you were gonna bring up Rhea, you might as well put her in right into a Mania match because it's like, she's not exactly new. You know, she her debut at WrestleMania was last year against Charlotte. Yes. And that was, that was the match of that night. So if, you know, you're gonna do it, just go right ahead, jump into it, freshen the scene up because I don't know. Like I said, I don't know where they fell off with with Oscar and her booking, but I just just to, to get things going, just to change the scene up a little bit, create some new storylines, have Rhea go over, and you know maybe maybe turn Oscar back heel or something. I don't know. Like y'all y'all been treating this woman so up and down, like this hot and cold shit is really getting old. They got they got to stop that, but. I mean, it's, just, it's weird Rhea because like she
0: still she... is booked kind of strongly. Yeah, but it's is weird though. And it's I think Alexa still needs to take the belt off of her, so that's that's why I think Asuka's gonna win it because Rhea Ripley is nothing but a placeholder anyway for Charlie.
1: Well, I, I've been saying that. I just I don't know when they're gonna actually put her in this pro. I hope this is the like the thing with Raidy is gonna be the end for her you know, getting involved in that and get her back to competition because when she first went this route, when she first did the whole like Dark Alexa thing, she had that match with Oscar be she awesome. beat her. Yeah. So I'm sitting there I'm like, okay, so that that we can make that into a WrestleMania feud. That's where I thought we were going. But then they kept this this up with, with her and the fiend and Randy and just dropped that off. I thought that's what we were going. So I, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I got Oscar winning. Though. we can gonna move on, get Alexa in here, money in the bank. Maybe have Alexa win the money in the bank, have her cash in again on Oscar. do something like that. Oscar get yeah. you know a year, a year reign or whatever. And then, yeah.
1: It'll her, it'll look better this time, too.
0: Yeah. Cause her beating Naya just to like she was a transition, she was a transitional champion the last time. She won the money in the bank. Be Nia, Yeah. so she could lose the belt and Ronda. Now we can do it the right way going, going forward. Uh, and then uh, in our main event, uh, Edge is back at WrestleMania. Edge is a first championship match at WrestleMania in 10 years uh, versus Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns, the tribal chief, the head of the table. Who you got, man? Oh.
1: Man. I know who you want. To win. That's right. Uh, I see clearly on this day. <laughs> uh, officially, I think that's going to be my pick. Yeah. Because I, I like that we finally got to that point where he finally just snapped and mm-hmm. got to that. That 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 state where he just unhinged and doing whatever he want to do, and it's like now he's finally officially flipped the switch. He's not going to get booed either. So it's like no no matter how deep in heel territory you try to get with him, and you know people are still going to cheer for Daniel Bryan. We're not going to boo Edge. It's not going to happen. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they ain't seen this
0: man wrestle since January 2020.
1: Exactly. Like this this, this is like. There, there's no, this is a no-lose situation for them because whatever the result is going to be is, is made to protect Roman. So that, They might not
0: boo Roman either. Like, Roman I, might I get some think, cheers too.
1: I don't think anybody's really going to get a legitimate boo as they come out because, I mean, on on this, this particular stage now, after how long we've been, you know, fans been out of the, the arenas and stuff, I don't see anybody legitimately getting booed. Heyman well, got to cut know. a
0: promo before the match to to get some heat on Roman. Like if, if anybody can get some heat, it's it's Paul Heyman. Like Paul Heyman knows how to draw heat from a crowd oh, yeah. no matter who. So if 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 they're smart which they usually are in these situations, Paul Heyman needs to cut a promo pre-match to get some heat on Roman Reigns cuz like I said, I don't think they're going to boo this man. They, nah, they won't. Like nobody getting booed in this match at all. Because this this has been the best story going on the best show, for the best company. So, yeah. But I got edge winning.
1: Yeah, I gotta. Ben
0: Daniel Bryan. Is,
1: it, it's gotta it's gotta happen because, you know, Daniel Bryan. You know, we we, we talked about this before. It, it's it's kind of weird how he's just kind of imposing himself into this match now. Why? Is it's I- like he's. I- He's the only face in this match, but yet the, the the tactics of how you got here don't really spell out face completely. It's yeah, like that, you that's just the, that's white liberal privilege, right? You there. just you just insisted upon yourself until somebody said, "Okay, you got a legitimate argument. We're gonna put you in this match." Like,
0: yeah, and, and it, was, it, it was a guy that's bad at his job anyway to put
1: him in a match, so. Like, 2014 was one thing. They were screwing him all year, yeah. and we knew that it was coming. Even 06 with Ray Mysterio, it was like, all right, Randy cheated him. He, he stole his spot. And he did win the Rumble, so it's like he rightfully should be going to Mania anyway. But this is different. Daniel Bryan was in the Rumble with Edge, who came in at number one. Daniel Bryan got eliminated. Edge went on the win. Daniel Bryan lost after the Elimination Chamber. He won the Elimination Chamber match. Then he lost to Roman Reigns after and obviously that that that's kind of and he lost up, a legit he, match. Yeah, and then yeah, then this fast lane happens. We did see Roman tap. Yeah, but the referee was knocked out.
0: He he was and signaling Morse Code to Paul Heyman.
1: <laughs> he said, "I'm like yo, that's what we doing? He was signaling Morse Code.
0: Hey, when, when he said know. like that whole exchange wasn't didn't that feel like The Rock a little bit? Yep, <laughs> like it felt like just some shit The Rock was saying. Hollywood rock. Like, yeah, Hollywood, is the same charisma level, all that.
1: That was good shit. Yeah, I, 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 I respect that response, but it's like, that, that, that that's what happened, the ref didn't see that. And when the ref came to, he was laid out and you got in. So, as, as, as much as you, you might have, you know, your case for, you know, some wrongdoing, it's like, hey, listen, maybe a match is set but I knew this was coming a mile away. So, I mean, he's there. He's in there to eat the pen.
0: Yeah. That's all it is. So uh, it, it should be fun, man. Uh, WrestleMania this week. Yeah, WrestleMania, night one and night two post shows coming on Saturday and Sunday night. Be on the lookout for that one. And uh, if, if, you, if you're a real one, you might call in to work on Monday. We, we're gonna be exhausted by the end of this week <laughs> i wish i was in tampa low key like i wish everything was cool and niggas could be in tampa but oh man. maybe we'll be out in dallas next year if it
1: wasn't for this shit la for long. sure though like la for sure oh but yes yes sir it's gonna be fun I'm trying to be on location for this
0: oh yeah we trying to we trying to be working for the company we we're trying to be in the watchable that day you feel get them, me get get them checks cut Man, cut the check, Vince, and Hunter, and whoever else. Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. We we're coming for you, nigga.
1: Uh, Hulk Hogan, we coming for you, nigga.
0: Let's do it, man. Uh plug <laughs> your socials, Reek.
1: Uh y'all can find me at Reek 24 on Instagram and on Twitter. Also go listen to the Havoc Hour on Spotify. Anchor YouTube over the video, also, wherever you listen to your podcast, talking sports and entertainment. Working on some new episodes. So uh y'all keep it uh keep it posted for that and check that out. Also go check out the page for the Havoc Hour, the uh, underscore the Havoc Hour underscore on Instagram.
0: Havoc hour man, check out my Instagram, TC.fontaine. I don't post, I might post uh sometime this week. I got a new camera finally actually so my other camera I'm going to send it back I didn't trust it it felt weird right it wasn't officially delivered from Amazon it was delivered by a seller and so I just felt like uh, it's to be on the safe side I'm gonna return it it was a big bundle so I got to take back the whole bundle it had it had lenses and it had uh, SD cards and shit I could clean out my, my lens with and it had a I had a whole bunch of stuff, man. I had a microphone, tripod, all that. I had to take the whole thing back. And I ordered a new one, just the camera by itself, uh, straight from Amazon, because I, I trust it versus a, another third party seller, you know? And they might be selling you some bullcrap and you don't know it. You ain't paying $800 for bullcrap out here. So, but I got a new camera. I got a new camera. Uh, shout out to to the, you know, a little bit of the STEMI, a little bit of the stocks you feel me we're getting paid out here you know we're getting you know what Cameron Grimes said getting money, money yeah <laughs> money. trying to at least man so maybe I, I might feel inclined to take some pictures of myself and, and maybe maybe we can get it cracking on instagram this week maybe not kind of if, if you want to bet uh on the favorite in this matchup you can bet not but we'll see uh, <laughs> And YK Wrestling, at YK Wrestling everywhere, except Instagram, because they some hoes. Instagram, check us out, YK Wrestling, underscore. Uh, check out Versus Pro Studios. Check out my boy Malik, man. He out here doing it big. Go like...
1: Uh, hashtag,
0: make- hashtag free YK Wrestling. Yeah, hashtag, hashtag free YK Wrestling. Uh, check out my guy Malik, uh, our, our co-host, who, who's never really here, Mr. 24-7. Sometimes he shows... Brock up.
1: Lesnar.
0: Yeah, he Brock Lesnar. He did he Brock Lesnar again uh check out his photography page on facebook malik rick's photography follow him uh, malik.lv on instagram i forgot his new account his uh his new alternate account it's like lv malik or something i don't know yeah go follow my guy dude Uh, this has been a young kings wrestling podcast we are out of (laughs) here